Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, New York? I am Rich Valdez with an S right here in New York City. Today, I am two floors above the east side of New York City. There's a whole lot going on that I want to get to. I want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We've got a really, really stacked show for you live in New York City. And Donald Trump, the president of the United States, or as I like to say, Donaldus Magnus El Trumpito, the 45th president of the United States, has been vindicated. That's right. Yesterday, the Department of Justice announced that the uh, FBI attorney that lied and spied, right? He lied by falsifying government documents and then uh, used that to get a spy warrant, has pled guilty. He's pled guilty to falsifying government documents, and we're going to get into that a little bit. We also have straight ahead Diamond and Silk You know them from Fox News Channel. You know them from Fox Nation. You know them from dozens of campaign rallies with the president of the United States. They've got a new book, and they're going to tell us all about it at the bottom of the hour. Yesterday, first responders stepped up. Why? Because there was a blackout, right? Not a literal blackout. And I've got a funny blackout story that I want to get to. But they were going to cancel the two beams, the two lights that commemorate the 9-11 tragedy that happened here in New York City. I found that horrible because hashtag never forget isn't really a hashtag, but it's a way of life for New Yorkers. We're not supposed to forget what happened. But lo and behold, first responders and the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they've stepped up and they've come up with a plan. And thank God that they did and kudos to them for doing that. And shame on everybody, de Blasio et al, that said, you know what, we can't do that because of COVID-19. We can't do that because... The 40 guys that you need to put that lighting system together to have that memorial, they they could catch COVID-19. And I think to myself, wow, that's really interesting, really, I'm going to say funny, but I mean funny, hmm, not funny, haha. And what I mean by that is a couple of years ago, uh, and for many years, I've helped a music charity to raise some money and to, more than anything, raise awareness about the importance of music education. And I've done that and I've had a good time with it and I'm going to get into that a little bit more. But what I want to say specifically is, The last party that I did to support them was the last time that the MTV Video Music Awards were here in New York City. And guess what's happening in two weeks right here in New York City? The VMAs. So if the VMAs are here in New York City, all of a sudden you can have the VMAs performing in empty uh, parks or limited audiences, what they're saying. You can have that, but you can't have the 9-11 tribute. Now, is it me or does that smell like caca to you? It smells like caca to me. I don't care what language you speak. Caca smells like caca no matter where you are. And I call BS on that, Bravo Sierra, because these guys are full of it. Now Cuomo wants to play both sides. Listen, I think it's an absolute shame. I think it's a disgrace. 
And they really should be ashamed of themselves. I think what's part of the problem uh, that is really, really growing in our society today is that so many people are willing to be shameless. Shameless. I mean, my mom always used to say, sinvergüenza, without shame. And that's atrocious, in my opinion. I mean, there's lots of atrocities that go on, but one of them is us losing this shame where we no longer have any value for anything that's any good. Now, another thing that I want to talk about was when I had this party, right? I had this party a couple of years ago. I had a lot of rapper buddies of mine. Uh, Danielle Staub from The Real Housewives. Big shout to Danielle. She was at the party. Lots of people came to the party. Matter of fact, our sister radio station at the time, 103.9, they had come to visit us. Uh, we had worked a little bit with WPLJ at the time. It was a really fun event. Curtis Sleba was in the house. And what was really, really funny was, you know, it's interesting being at a party that you're hosting where Curtis Lee was there. And he's eyeball and Tretch from Naughty by Nature, who's an old friend of mine. And interestingly, you know, Curtis comes to me and says, hey, uh, Richie V, you know, uh, your buddy right there, Naughty by Nature, he's, uh, I think he's eye-fornicating me. I think he's got a problem with me. I think he wants to take this to the streets. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Curtis, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they think you're an OG. You're a good guy. You know, we're all here having a good time, support music education. It's a good cause. I'm going to just stick around for a little while longer. I don't want to have to get the Guardian Angels involved. So I was like, all right, no problem. And it, it was a fun time. And you can check that out on Google or YouTube or whatever you want and check out the video. And you can see Curtis, you know, jamming with, with Do It All from Lords of the Underground. And so many great people, a lot of talent that brought themselves under the umbrella of music education to support that. And nothing against music education and nothing against the VMAs. But if we can have the VMAs performing to what they call limited or no audience then why can't we have these two pillars of light? And now I understand they're back, but we should not have had to fight so hard in order to do that. The, the mayor truly, I mean, I think he goes from one low to another low to another low, and it's scary to think when we're going to hit rock bottom. Now, you don't have to be a, a cop in real life or a cop on the radio or play a cop on TV to know that you've got the right to remain silent. And I think Director Comey is keeping silent because his lawyers are telling him, listen, you've got to shut your mouth. They're coming for you. When you're the former FBI director and you've got absolutely nothing to say, it tells me, man, this stinks to high heaven again. This is caca and this is not good. That's my thought. So, no, I haven't heard a damn thing. And I do think that Mr. Comey is staying quiet for his own good. That is typically the case. When something goes down, they wait for everything to happen and then they'll come out with some sort of mea culpa saying, hey, you know what? We've got uh, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. And you know what? That's very true. But in this case, it was a bunch of bad apples, a bunch, a bunch of bad apples. I mean, you literally have one bad apple next to the next bad apple. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that to come. But we can't count our chickens before they hatch, so to speak. And I'm looking at uh, City Council Speaker Corey Johnson speaking on the television that's in front of me. There's three TVs in front of me. One of them is giving a memorial for Vanessa Guillen. And I'm not trying to get too off topic, but speaking of Corey Johnson, yesterday while this stuff was unfolding, something that I think was important to note was that Councilman Borelli, he was saying, listen, I can get the union guys, I can get people together, I can do it. And I said, you know what? Great work. That's fantastic because that's what we need. We need industrious leaders that are going to step up and do the right thing. So big shout out to Councilman Borelli because he did what he had to do when it needed to be done. It's like Moses, let there be light. So that's a good thing. I don't know if you knew. But there is no coronavirus if you're protesting in the name of BLM, right? BLM is in itself a vaccine for coronavirus. But keep it locked right there. You're listening to This Is America. I'm Rich Valdez. 
This is America. All right, America, my name is Rich Valdez. You're listening to This is America. And as always, I like to refer you to our good friends, our policy partners at JustFacts.com. You've heard of Just Facts before, and I'm going to tell you about them again. JustFacts, F-A-C-T-S dot com. And if you go to JustFacts.com slash rich, you can sign up for free for their policy papers. You'll get them absolutely free. And the current one they have right now on the coronavirus is one you don't want to miss. Now, check it out. We are still here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, bringing you the latest. And I want to tell you a story. It was earlier today, actually. I was in my backyard doing some show prep outside, hanging out with my brother. And earlier this week, this is a funny part of the story. And I promise we're going to get political in a second. But this is a a funny story. So last week there was this hurricane and it hit and people lost power. I was one of those. I had no power for a couple of nights. And PSE&G in Jersey, they came out and they restored the power uh, way ahead of schedule. Like they told us we'd be out till Sunday. They came out like by Tuesday. Everything was good. I said, hey, kudos to you. Thank you. Now check this out. I was going out into my yard and I could see over the shrubs and there's this huge, larger than life, bigger than any PSE&G truck I'd ever seen driving down my street. And I think to myself, hmm, that's odd. It's a huge truck, like the type that would lay underground wiring with a big spool on the back. And as you would expect, the truck that's probably, I don't know, 15 or 20 feet in height, as he went down the street, the top of the truck hooked on to every last wire that was coming off the electrical poles. And he ripped them all off, including the ones that were connected to my house. And I was like, oh, snap, that's crazy. What's even more interesting, I think, is that I was in the middle of giving the PSENG guy a thumbs up. These guys are from Georgia. They're from Florida. These guys are out here working hard. He happened to be a Jersey guy. When I look closer, he's actually a guy that lives like three houses down from me. And I guess he was driving a bigger rig because they had big jobs in the area. But the rig was too big. Rips down the wires. Everything goes dark. We have a new blackout in my house. So I'm like, oh, snap, that's crazy. So they came back that same day. They fixed the power. So it was out only for about four hours. That was last Sunday. Now, since last Sunday, I've had no cable. Okay, I can survive on my cell phone. But cable guy comes out today. And this is, I was setting the scene. Here's the story. Cable guy, super nice guy, John. I don't know his last name. I don't even know if his name is really John. I'm giving him that name because we're on the radio and I don't want to out him. But it's a good story. He struck me as of Jamaican heritage, really long, very thin dreads. They looked really cool, by the way. And they were like way past his waist. I mean, really long, really long. Not like Bob Marley length, longer than that. And he's doing his thing. And, you know, we were we had no TV. So, you know, we're hanging out outside. We're shooting the breeze. I'm going over the topics for my show, bouncing them off my brother and having political conversation. So we have this conversation. When he's done, he comes over and he says, hey, hope you don't mind. But I overheard what you were saying. And really interesting conversation you guys were having. Really interesting. And he was like, I got to tell you, I'm not a Trumper. But I'm voting for Trump. And I said, really? Well, tell me more. Now, again, just uh, to paint the picture, this guy's wearing a a yellow vest, uh, you know, utility worker apparel, head full of dreads, black dude. By the notion, by the story, by the narrative that the media tells us, a black guy with dreads is not supposed to like Trump, right? That's like, oh, my gosh, it's taboo. How dare you? And honestly, I think he even felt like, I think he felt like I can confess to these guys, these two Puerto Rican dudes that they're talking about Trump, like it's okay to like Trump. Maybe I could confess. And I think he did. Nice guy. And he says, look, check it out. 
I, I, uh, Madame, Madame calls Frida and tells me we took him to church. <laughs> we didn't. He, he, I think he took us to church, honestly. He tells me, he says, look, man, I'm not a Trumper. Not a, I'm not a fan of the president. But the Democrats have gone off the deep end. And in New Jersey, they've passed so many laws that limit my ability to exercise my Second Amendment right to, to keep and carry a gun. And he said, I'm literally moving out of the state. And I was like, wow, you know, uh, members of our family have a farm in Pennsylvania and it's shooting galore over there. And that's what we do in the weekends because, yeah, we got to go and 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 we have fun there because it's so restrictive in Blue Jersey. So I'm thinking to myself, this is interesting. This is this story, this interaction is totally getting on the air because I, I was really moved by it. He wasn't a Trumper, but he's voting for Trump. And the point of this story is to say, how many more are like him? If you've listened to this show since the beginning of the year, we've been talking about this over and over and over. I've been a a conservative Republican all of my adult life, as long as I could vote because I had a business. But there are a lot of people that come to that realization later in life. I've shared on this show that I bumped into a buddy of mine. We're going to call him, let's give him a name. I don't know. Let's call him Carlito. Not his name, but that's what we'll call him. Back in the days, his boys were running with the Latin Kings. They were into gang life. I bump into this guy when I was trying to get a tire changed, uh, my kid's car, at Chico Tires in Union City, by the way, on 30th Street. Big shout out to Chico. And he tells me, and I've shared this on the air before, he tells me, yo, um, you still doing that politics stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you know what? Yo, Trump all day, man. Trump all day. And I was like, wow. that I didn't see that coming. I really didn't. He's got his own business now. He does uh, not carpentry, but like electrical work. Point is, he tells me, during COVID, I had work. Before COVID, I had work. Since Trump's been in office, I've had more work than I've ever had because people were spending money. They spend money, I make money. They open businesses, they hire me, I do stuff, I work. I got work. And I think to myself, wow, that's really, really, really powerful stuff. So this is the question. How many people have stood to prosper? Are these people going to put aside the fact that, you know what, four or five months of COVID and a bad economy brought on by blue state Democrat governors, that's not going to dictate what happened over the last three and a half years. You've got guys like my buddy Chris. He does fire protection. He puts in uh, sprinkler systems and whatnot. Another guy telling me, bro, I, I can't even hang out with the guy. I went out for coffee with him not too long ago, and he's like, bro, I've been so busy, so busy because we got so much going on. So all I could tell you is this. We have so many closeted, closeted Republicans, or at least closeted Trump supporters, people that are literally going to pull the lever for Trump, and nobody sees it coming. Former gangbangers, utility guys with dreads, fire protection guys. My buddy Juan, how about this one? I got a buddy, Juan, I should have gave him a fake name for radio too, but anyway, I'm proud of him. He just became director uh, of, uh, of a department in a hospital. Kudos to him. When did that happen? During COVID-19. When did that happen? During the Trump economy. He's making a good salary and he's buying a half million dollar house in Jersey. Why does that happen? I'll tell you why. Because the Trump economy is solid. And there are success stories all over the place. You can go from working in a factory to making it big time. And up next, you're going to hear from Diamond and Silk and they're going to explain exactly how they did that. Keep it locked right here. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 
you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to do it than the U.S. Army. Whether your goal is to be at the forefront of fighting and curing deadly diseases, developing and using tools and technologies the world doesn't even know exist, or defending your country, fighting disasters, and seeking adventure across the globe, the Army is where all of that can happen, and so much more. The U.S. Army is a team of a million unique and powerful individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world, and to win. Nowhere else on earth provides you with the training and experience and purpose you can find with the Army. Because no other team has so many people around the globe with the goal of making the world safer, the country stronger, and the future of their communities better. If you're looking to secure a future for you and your family, ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. Over 150 jobs, one calling. Find your future. Visit GoArmy.com slash NYC. This is America. This is America. With your host, Rich Valdez. All right, New York, what's going on? What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo right here in New York City on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And it's the American dream. It's the American dream when you can be a former factory worker like Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson, also known as Diamond and Silk, and become two of the most prominent surrogates and supporters of President Donald Trump. You've seen them on Fox Nation. You've seen them all over TV. They are incredibly ubiquitous. They're incredibly talented, very sweet people, very humorous. I, it's always very entertaining and informative to hear them because they have so much substance in their delivery. But they also have... Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. A whole lot of story behind it, how they got from being factory workers to where they are today, the hardship that they've had to face, how they've been canceled by cancel culture, and so much that they've been through. And they've got a brand new book, The Uprising. Who the hell said you can't ditch and switch? <laughs> so make sure you cop that book. Cop that book right now. Get it in your Amazon. Get it ready. And I want to welcome to this program right here to New York City, Diamond and Silk. Welcome to This is America. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. What a great introduction. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, um, it's my pleasure to have you guys. And listen, as much as I like to hear myself talk, and trust me, I do, you guys are here to do the talking today. So I want I guess I'm going to ask you a couple of questions because I really, you know, who discovered Diamond and Silk? Uh, I, I know about you guys because my brother told me about you guys and turned me on to you guys on YouTube. But tell us the story. How did you, where, how did you start and how did you get here? Well, it was just that simple lesson. I was on my bed watching it on television when uh, candidate, the being candidate, Donald Trump was announcing he was running for president. Mm -hmm. And I was liking what I was hearing, and I, and I called my sister. I said, girl, 
I said, cut on your TV. Now, I know it's turned on your TV, but we're from the South. So I said, cut on your TV. <laughs> Donald Trump is announcing he's running for president. And I thought what I was doing, and I actually cut on the TV. <laughs> and then she called me back halfway through. She said, girl, she said, this is going to be the next president of the United States. That's right. And listen, we didn't think anything of it, but we noticed that how the media started throwing him under the bus, calling him derogatory names. We didn't like it, so we spoke out about it. That's right. We just didn't know that everything was going to snowball into what you see today. If you ever want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Because we had no plans <laughs> no for plans. any of this. <laughs> and now look, so it's amazing. Well, praise God. That's a great story. Uh, and I mean, I think that's the short and truncated version. I'm sure there's a lot of it. But I know that you guys have opinions on everything. And I want oh, yeah. to hear more about what went into the book. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what prompted the book. And obviously, you have a story to tell. You tell part of that story every single day. But tell us why you decided to put it on paper and tell America all about it. Because, you know, we notice how uh, us being influencers and our voices being powerful, um, the media started disparaging us and demeaning right. us and, and telling lies about no, us. No, they did This didn't. was not true. And so we wanted to put our story from our mouth on paper mm -hmm. so that people can read who we are right. and stop listening to the media and the fake news and, and all of this salacious gossip. And it was like Diamond and Silk did not fit their status quo, their narrative. Right. We're two black women, we're conservative black women, and mm -hmm. um, we're two black chicks who's down with politics. <laughs> but the deal is, we used to be lifelong Democrats. And for, for that, they want you to think one way. They feel like we could think for you, we can speak for you, let us lead and guide you. But for Diamond and Silk, we chose to think outside of the black box and do it our way. And what happened is the media came after us so strong. Yeah. What they did is they tried to assassinate our character. Right. And we real realized, okay, you know what? We're going to write our own truth down on paper for people to read about us so they can know exactly who Diamond and Silk truly are. And they, don't, they can get it from our mouths and not from all of this derogatory, these different entities that really mean this country no good mouth. And, and not only that, not only that, but if you look even down to our process mm -hmm. that we went through even in 2015 and 2016, so many people think they know, oh, well, oh, well, they were getting paid for this and they were doing this and they were just doing that. Right. All of that's lies. Let right. me see. What's some more rumors? Well, they was Democrats, but they wasn't making no money, so they switched to Republican. That's a lie. Right. Um, they were down with Black Lives Matter, but that wasn't making no money, so they switched. That's a lie. Yeah, so we, we put it all in the book. And that's why you have to get the book at diamondandsilkbook.com. Diamondandsilkbook.com. You have to get this book yeah. if you want to know about Diamond and Silk. And listen, we just didn't put some words. You know how people write a book and they put some words in the page? Mm -hmm. Don't think nobody going to read it. No. We can read this book together. We can all have a conversation about it. I think it's an, it's an inspirational book, too. It'll inspire you because some of the stories that we tell inspire people that no matter the obstacles, yeah. no matter who put what in your, in your face. Keep moving. Keep moving forward no matter what. And that's what we did. That's right. Woo! Preach it, sister. All right. I like that. I love the fire. No, I really do. I, I mean, this is the authenticity that I think you bring to the table. And, you know, we're on the radio, so nobody... Nobody really knows who you are, right? I mean, of course, people know who you are, but I'm saying I'm glad that you said that you were black women being censored by the media because for those oh, yeah. that are being that are just for the first time being introduced to Diamond and Silk and their brand new book, Uprising, I think it's important for them to know 
that you guys are two sisters from the South. And you were like, you know what? We like Donaldus Magnus, El Trompito, Donald J. Trump. We like him. He's going to be the next president. We're going to support this guy. And all of a sudden, they do what the left always does. They go and attack your character. And and that is so typical of the left, right? Absolutely. But let me just say this here. We found that just because you're black, it didn't mean you have to vote Democrat. That's right. And so when mm-hmm. we started getting all you got of an the amen hate, for me on that one. listen, we realized that our haters made us greater. Mm-hmm. That was the time to really speak out about what was going on and letting people know we, you, no one, we can no longer vote for a system that keeps handing us crumbs. We can no longer elect these uh, uh, career politicians that wants to skim from the top and leave the American people left at the bottom. We have our own minds. We can think for ourselves, and we didn't need anyone spoon-feeding us a narrative. And it wasn't hard to do. We talked about it, and we talked. And let me tell you something. The more we talked, it woke people up. And the left just didn't like that. The media couldn't stand it. Social media couldn't stand it. Because, see, they have already depicted black people as either being rappers, flying up and down a pole, Mm -hmm. doing something derogatory and strange for a little change, mm-hmm. okay? But when you see black women that's conservative, that don't want to slide up and down the pole, that loves the country, stands for the flag, love this president, love Americans, oh, to mm-hmm. the left, that seems strange because that's not what we depicted you as. That's not what you're supposed to do. You see what I'm saying? That's the kind of, that's what I'm feeling. When Diamond and Silk, two black women, can speak out about the obvious, oh, don't you say that because now that means you're spreading misinformation. You're spreading conspiracy theory. That's what the left will say. Mm-hmm. But then you have white left-leaning liberals that can say the same thing that we say, and even some, well, even some on the right. And, oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. So that's I want speech. people to understand, really, when they talk about that systemic racism, yeah. Yeah, it's the system put in place by these liberals, right. <laughs> these white left-leaning liberals, because who owns 98% of the media? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yes, that, that do need to be dismantled, and this whole system uh, needs to be uh, uh, really just uprooted, uprooted and fair across the board. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that Diamond and Silk, look, we've warned people, we've said things. Oh, they try to hush, they try to push it up on the rug because it's two black women saying it. But then as soon as somebody white come out and say it, oh my gosh, oh look at that's happening. And so that's the things that we've we've experienced during this process, and we put it all in the book. That's well, right. listen, I don't want you to hold back. I want you to tell us how you really feel. Listen, folks, we are on. I love you guys. And we heard about this impassioned story about coming to terms with ideology that supports them, where they can come up on their bootstraps, doing things the right way, loving their country, loving God. And this is what matters to me. I think this is what matters to so many Americans that we have that liberty to do those things that matter. But I mentioned earlier that we were going to talk about the inspiration behind Diamond and Silk, uh, a man that that showed them some of their values early on. And and it's not something I'm going to read to you from the book because you got to get the book for yourself at diamondandsilkbook.com. I want them to tell you. So Diamond and Silk, tell everybody your inspiration. Our inspiration was, first of all, first of all, our parents, our mother, mother and father. Yeah, our, mother, our parents. Mm. That Family values. And things. The one thing that they did not do is allow us to act like or become victims. That's right. Uh-huh. Because when you become victims, it equates to victimization. Yeah. And she, it's you being weak. It's to, you not being in control. 
right. right. And she just didn't. And there was something that we had to have was faith. Yep. They taught us that faith. I don't want to interrupt you, but you know what? You hit a great spot. I agree with you. How can you truly have faith believing in something that you cannot see if you're going to sit there and worry and be the victim every time? What was me? What was me? They did this uh-huh. to me. You did this to me because I'm Puerto Rican. You did this to me because I'm brown. If I Come live on. my life like that, I would never be on the radio in New York City. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Whatever you want, you got to see and feel like it is already, already happening yep. right now. Amen. The one thing that we knew back in 2015 from day one, we knew President Trump was going to be the 45th president of the United States. No doubt. <laughs> I said on our program, we call him Donaldus Magnus, El Trumpito. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But we felt that thing. Yeah. And they taught us faith. They taught us that. My father, he taught us how to have it. You Even know, though it was a little small mustard seed, faith right. is a grain of a mustard seed. Amen. You got to feel as if the thing has already happened. You got to know it without a shadow of doubt. If you doubt, then you might as well do without. We mm. had to learn faith, know faith, and it was instilled in us by our beautiful mother and our, our gorgeous father. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, so you told us about your parents. You told us about how you got there. I know you guys are exposing how politicians are depending on politics for their livelihoods and how they portray the people. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, when you look at these career politicians, how they get into office, they're really working for their own greed and not the need of the people. It's sickening. Remember, Barack Hussein Obama was in office for eight years. Name me one thing he did for black people, for African-Americans, right. for all people. Mm-hmm. Is that Now, somebody can say, well, he gave us Obamacare. Well, it was Obama without the care because he <laughs> didn't care about the mandates that was to be stole upon people that the middle class had to pay for. That's you right. can't make the middle class pay for everything that everybody else wants. It just doesn't work that way. Right. And so when we started looking at these career politicians, these ones that's been in office for years, let's take a look at Jim Crow. Joe yeah. Biden, mm-hmm. talking about he wants to be the next president of the United States. Yeah, he's been in government for almost half a century. You name me one thing he's done for America or Americans besides take from them. Even black America. Uh-huh, that's right. Nothing. Uh, nothing for the greater good. Mm-hmm. So I just want people to understand that when we're picking and choosing these people as our government officials or elected officials, or mayor. Uh-huh, instead, of, instead of looking at these people, you need to start looking into these people. Right. When President Trump, then candidate Donald Trump came along, a, a businessman. And I would tell Silk and everybody else, if you ever want to know what's going on with the body of people, check the head. Mm-hmm. I said, if the head is prosperous, don't you know that's going to trickle down to the body of people? Mm-hmm. That's right. It is. And so when I, when we looked at Donald Trump, a businessman, a billionaire, he took a million, turned it into a billion. I mean, this is who we need. We need a businessman. We needed something so different. Yeah. That something, something so different for things to change, and we truly got that. And let me tell you something. I understand that we are in the midst of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. so I'm not trying to downplay that. But you got to understand that President Trump left us in a surplus. He left us in such a great place before the pandemic. If these governors will open back up their states, things will take off where they were. They will take off farther than where where they left off. And they know it. Oh, you're right. right. And that's why they choose to keep everything closed up. Final thought in a minute or less. 
tell us, what do you think about how the Democrats, because, you know, they, they control the House and the House controls the money, the power of the purse. They don't want to fund the United States Postal Service, yet they want to put a tremendous strain on the Postal Service with this crazy mail-in election. Well, you know what? I am not for universal mail-out ballots. I'm Me not either. for that. And the reason why, that's a way to cheat. And I'll put it to you this way. We do. We said it on our podcast the other day. What if you you won a million dollars yes. off of a lottery? Would you mail in the lottery ticket or would you go <laughs> up there to present your lottery ticket? I'm bringing it and I'm bringing you guys as my bodyguards. It's important. But I'm just saying, it's important. Now, if you need an absentee ballot, then you request an absentee ballot because you are Mm -hmm. verified. But anytime you have the left wanting this universal mail out, none of that stuff is verified. Dead people are getting ballots. Animals are getting ballots. Their ashes are getting Uh And then it it, it, it questions the integrity of the election because people can send in ballots well off of the elections. Those votes are counted and it can sway it one way or the another. Right. The integrity right. is not there. And, and no, 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 no. We need to do it the right way. Go in person, do early voting, or you request an absentee ballot. Well, you're 100% right. And ladies, I want to thank you so much for joining This Is America. The book is Uprising. Who the hell said you can't ditch and switch? Thank you. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and Waking the website, up Diamond and Silk. It's com. Make sure you get it. It's yes. on Amazon. It's everywhere books are sold. You want to get it, and you want to get it now. Something Mark Levin taught me. you got to get a book right when it comes out because that's when the biggest discount is available. This book comes out on Tuesday, but it's available right now for pre-order. Right. So get yeah. it right now, right now. Get it while it's hot. Get one for your friend. Diamond and Silk, I want to thank you so much for being here today. God bless you, and thanks again for joining the program. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. All right, America. All right, New York. I am Rich Valdez. And if you want to hear me again, I'm going to be on the air again at 1 a.m. So keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com.